it's finally here. We we made it, everyone. The Batman comes out at, technically at midnight. That's when I'm going to go see it. Um, but I think it is being obviously people have already seen it, and there is a showing not far from me at seven p.m. tonight, which I only learned about a couple of hours ago. So not going to that, but uh, we um, we made it, everyone. The Batman's here. <laughs> um, this is a film that has went through many different iterations, starting in like with Ben Affleck back in like twenty sixteen. He was going to star in it and direct it and write it, and then it kind of changed um, hands. It went to Matt Reeves. I think Ben Affleck was, was still saying he was hoping to be in it, but Matt Reeves obviously wanted to do a full-on reboot and kind of have his own separate thing, which you know, fair enough. Um, yeah, we, it's it's here and it looks amazing. The reviews are amazing. I've only seen one review, but I've just seen like, well, I've only seen the kind of summary of one review, and that was IGN's, and they gave it a ten out of ten. Which usually when IGN review a film, I tend to agree with it. Not not all the time, but most of the time. So, uh, yeah, I'm super excited for this film. Um, Batman for me, on a personal level, was my favorite superhero. As a really small kid, I would probably say now it's Spider Man more than Batman, but Batman's still very much up there for me. Um, yeah, um, I had loads of toys. I don't really have them anymore. I think my mom gave them away. But I had a Batcave, I had multiple Batmobiles, um, multiple Batmen, I think. I'm pretty sure I had a, a Val Kilmer, a George Clooney, a, an animated Batman. Um, yeah, Batman's very, very important to me. So I'm very excited for this film. Uh, it's been, it has been a long time coming, like I said, we've been through several iterations of it. But for me, um, I got really excited when I kind of first saw... Robert Pattinson in the suit, that kind of test footage that they they, they revealed um, back in like what the end of 2019 or very early 2020 I think before pandemic anyway, pre-pandemic um, that kind of it was that red hue um, that they've been using to kind of promote the film uh, and it was just him in the suit with the Michael Giacchino uh, theme playing and yeah, I, I was very intrigued by how the suit looked and the, the cowl, his ears looked quite pointy but they were quite far up the back which you don't usually see the, the, towards the back of his head um, and it looked very stitched together and it was quite quite different from what we've seen before but like at the time I remember thinking it kind of reminds me of uh, the Telltale games, I don't know if you've ever played them but they're, uh, you can get them in, usually pretty cheap on like Playstation and Xbox and even Switch. Um, and mobile actually as well, I think it's available on mobile, it's the Batman Telltale series. The suit kind of reminds me of that a little bit. It's not identical, but just the kind of way the, the kind of armour sits reminds me a little bit of that. Um, and then like not long after they revealed that test footage, they were filming some stuff in Glasgow, so um, my girlfriend and myself went to see it. Um, took our first annual trip, just turned into an annual trip to Gotham, um, and we got to see them kind of practicing a stunt. It was a guy who was Batman's stuntman, but he was just wearing normal motorcycle kind of motorbike gear. Uh, there was a female stunt person wearing like um, kind of motorcycle normal motorcycle gear, so she wasn't wearing like any kind of Catwoman esque type things. Uh, and they were just kind of practicing this, kind of driving past each other, I guess. Um, 
and they were doing it. They seemed to be doing it for quite a while. So we kind of left because um, I wanted to try and see if I could find some Batman graphic novels. I don't have like Long Halloween, which is uh, a big inspiration for this new film. Um, so we were trying to find that, and then we kind of made our way back once it was a bit darker, and we got there just as this like a kit car kind of looking thing with a camera on it came was like shooting down the road um, up at the necropolis in Glasgow and then just following it was uh, the Batman stuntman in the, the suit uh, on the Batbike. The Batbike was there before, I've got loads of pictures of that but um, yeah I got to see the, the suit in person that was awesome. I'll maybe try and see if I can find it and post it on Instagram when I'm posting this episode because you can physically you can like literally hear me go <gasps> like because I realize oh shit he's wearing the the Batman suit so yeah um this film it's kind of a full circle thing because like I say it started a an annual trip for myself and my girlfriend into Gotham we've been went to see that getting filmed and then last year we went up to Glasgow to see them filming The Flash and I got to see Ben Affleck's version of Batman. It turns out it was the same stuntman from The Batman. Uh, so I saw the same guy in two different bat suits. I mean, what, what a fucking job that guy has, by the way. Um, and then this year, only a few weeks ago, uh, we took a trip over to the Merchant City where they're filming Batgirl and got to walk around the, the set. They didn't see anything being filmed, but they were building the sets. Uh, may have taking a little bit of the snow, the fake snow they had lying around. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm very excited um, for all the DC things, but for me, it's the Batman is the the kind of top top billing. Um, partly because it was it was so soon compared to the rest of them, because we do have uh, Flash, Aquaman, um, Black Adams this year as well. I think Batgirl might actually might be this year as well. Um, and Flash is going to have two Batman in it, so there's plenty of Batman to go around this year. We've got Gotham Knights coming, which is a video game, and there's a TV show of that coming as well, apparently. Yeah, plenty of plenty of bat love uh, going around just now. I'm sitting here recording this to talking about my excitement for the Batman, trying with with inspiration, um, because I, I like to buy things, and I have um, the Lego Batmobile, just the kind of not the like techniques ones that's like ninety pounds or whatever, but um I got the little Lego Batmobile that's got like blue fire kinda of shooting out of it. Um and the little Lego Batman figure. I've got that sitting here. I don't know if you can see if you can hear the that's the, the wheel spinning. Um and two because I'm I'm hoarding I'm hoarding these as well. Uh, Funko Pop vinyl things of Batman and Bruce Wayne Batman but with the the, the eye makeup that people are making fun of, even though literally every Batman has the eye makeup on. You just don't see them with it on when they take their mask off, even though it should be there. But, you know, accuracy aside. <laughs> yeah, I'm super excited for this film. I think Robert Pattinson's going to do a swell job. Uh, I think Zoe Gravitz... Kravitz? Gravitz? I don't know why I said... I made it a G there. Uh, Zoe Kravitz is going to do a fantastic job. She's awesome in pretty much anything I've seen her in. Um... The th- I think the first thing I'm certainly aware of seeing her in was X-Men First Class. I totally forgot the name of that there. Uh, she's really good in that. She's, she's good in um, Fantastic Beasts 2 as well. I know people don't like that film. I liked it. And she's really good in it. So there, there's that. Um, and then we've got Paul Dano. 
as the Riddler, who, if you've ever seen, I think it's, it's called Prisoner, or Prisoners, um, with Hugh Jackman and Jake Gyllenhaal. It's about um, Hugh Jackman's kids, or kid, have gone missing. Um, Paul Dane was one of the suspects, and he's super creepy in it. So I've, I have full faith that he'll be <laughs> super awesome. Um, I mean, he's described as unhinged in this new film, so... You know, two thumbs up for me. I'm, I'm super excited to see a dark Riddler. Um, and then we've also got Colin Farrell playing the Penguin, uh, Oswald Cobblepot, who is totally unrecognisable if you've seen his makeup. He he's a great actor as well, so he'll be he'll be super good uh, in that role. And plus, he's getting his own spin-off, which is awesome. Uh, Jeffrey Wright is Commissioner Gordon. He is like. A perfect um, guy to play that that part. He plays the kind of straight laced guy really well. Um, I loved him as Felix Leiter in the um, Daniel Craig James Bond films. Um, he's good in the Hunger Games as well. He's great as the Watcher in What If. Yeah, Jeffrey Wright. He's gonna he's gonna rock it as as Gordon. I am one hundred percent sure. Um, who else have we got? I'm going to Google it because I want to talk about the cast because I did have like a... I've seen most of the cast and most things. Andy Serkis is Alfred. My God, how did I forget him? Uh, yeah, Andy Serkis. We know Andy Serkis. He's awesome. He's... I mean, he's worked with Matt Reeves before in the uh, the Ape films. He's like Caesar and all of all three of the, the Rise, Dawn and War of the Planet of the Ape films. Um, Matt Reeves only directed the second two, which I think are Dawn and War. Um, but yeah, Andy Serkis is amazing in that, and um, he, he looks really. You don't, you haven't seen much of him in the trailers, but there seems to be quite a bit of tension between this Alfred and this Bruce, which I'm quite intrigued by. Um, it seems like they're going down the Telltale did a similar thing with the Telltale game that I mentioned earlier. It did a similar thing with um, Batman's parents, where they weren't these the good people that you think them to be, or Bruce thinks them to be. It turns out they're actually working, they worked quite co- closely with uh, Falcone and the mob and everything like that. So yeah, um, I think it look, kind of looks like they might be going down that kind of route. And if Alfred is aware of it, and that can certainly cause a quite a bit of tension between him and him and Bruce. Uh, and then we've got John Turturro, who is playing, I think he's playing Valcone, is he? God, I'm so terrible at like, research before the fact. Uh, yeah, he's Carmine Falcone, or Falcone, um, who was played by Tom Wilkinson, I think, before, um, in the Dark Knight films, or in, well, in Batman Begins. Yeah, Tom Wilkinson in Batman Begins. So we've seen him in, in live action before, but uh, John Turturro's awesome. Um, he was great. He's, he plays, like, I've only re- really ever seen him in kind of funnier films, uh, like the Transformers films. He's kind of a bit of a silly guy in them. Um, he was in that one with um, Adam Sandler as well, about the, the, the hairdresser. I don't remember what it's called now. Uh, don't mess with the Zohan. Sorry, I'm reading it off. It's good now. Uh, don't mess with the Zohan. He's funny in that. As bad as that film is. Um, so, I've, yeah, I've only really seen him in kind of funnier roles. But um, he's great. And I'm, I'm excited to see how he's going to be as Falcone. 
I have every faith he's going to pull it off splendidly. Um, I think, as far as I'm aware, that's kind of most of the main cast. We do have Peter Sarsgaard as well as um, a district, uh, Gil Coulson, Gotham's district attorney. Um, I don't... I've not paid. I've not looked too closely at the trailer, so I don't know if you've seen him. Um, I think he might be in there as someone who looks like he's about to die, but I'm not entirely sure. Um, and we've also got. I oh know that's kind of the main. Yeah, that's the kind of main people there. Um, I'm, I don't want to read too many other people. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> the Batman is a. Tomorrow. Ah, I'm excited. It's three hours long. It's like two hours and fifty-five minutes. What in the fresh hell? But I'm I'm ready for every fucking second of it, man. Like my favourite um Batman film is The Dark Knight. Yeah, The Dark Knight. Um and last Thursday, my other day off, I was gonna record, but you know what I decided I'm gonna watch Batman Begins before I do anything. Um And then I watched Batman Begins, that finished, and I thought I could watch, I could, pardon me, I could just watch The Dark Knight. So I watched The Dark Knight. And you know, you've watched two thirds of the fucking thing. You might as well just finish it off. So yeah, I spent my day off last week watching all three Dark Knight films. Uh, I'm super prepped for this. Um, I would watch Batman versus Superman and um, Justice League, Zack Snyder's Justice League, I will add. Um, I, I could watch them just now, but you know, that's like seven hours and... The film, I'm going to see the film in like less than 12 and um, 10 to be exact. So it only gives me three hours to actually do other things, including record a podcast. So yeah, probably won't do that. But yes, very excited for The Batman. Yeah, it's, I mean, midnight, I'm going at midnight. I'm not going to be home till like four in the morning. But I'm off tomorrow. My girlfriend isn't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, honey. I never call you honey. I don't know why I said that. But you're one of the three listeners. So thank you for doing that. And yeah, I love you. Um, Yeah. What we're going to do now is I'm going to frame this like I framed the No Way Home video. Purely because I'm as excited for this film as I was for No Way Home. Potentially a little bit more. But, um, so what we're going to do, I'm going to stop recording here. I'm going to go away. I'm going to come back tomorrow once I've seen the film and talk about my impressions of the film in a non-spoilery way. And maybe one day there'll be a spoiler cast with other people. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I'm very excited, as I've said a jillion times so far. But I am. Um, I was going to try and record a thing, a different intro, but I decided against it because I couldn't get my guitar to sound good on recording. So you're just going to have to <laughs> make do with the the normal intro, um, but you've already heard it, so you know, th- there's that, um, just wanted to know I did try something and it didn't work out, like as per usual, when I'm trying to do new things for the podcast, yeah, um, so I'm going to go see Batman in, well, in like 10 hours, but I'm going to go see Batman and I'll catch you when I'm back, there's no trailer reaction like there was with Spider-Man, because I don't want to see any more trailers for, for um Batman and those trailers came out a while ago before I think any of the Spider-Man ones had come out so I didn't record any reactions to them so sorry but yeah we're gonna zoop and I'll be back once I've seen the film okay okay (laughs)
So it's coming up on 12 hours since I got out of the film. Um, it's currently 25 to 3, so 2.35 in the afternoon. Got out of the film. I, well, I got home from the film about 4 o'clock. So um still very tired. I'm on my fourth can of energy drink in the last like <laughs> um, 12 hours, really. But uh, yeah, I've seen the Batman now. Like I said, I feel like I've been leading... A lot of stuff has been leading up to this moment. This was a film that I get really invested in just before lockdown happened. And then, yes, but it feels like that feels like so long ago that I took that trip to Glasgow to see them filming a bit of this film. It just feels like a different time. But we're here, we made it. It's awesome. The film itself, what did I think of it? Well, um, I've I've kind of taken a little bit of notes uh, and like I'll kind of touch on what I thought of it. I'm not going to go into too much detail because I don't want to spoil anything. So if you've seen the first couple of trailers, that's kind of probably about as much detail as I'm, I'm going to go into. Uh, in terms of the story, it's again not going to going to go into detail with it, but it's murder mystery type of thing. It's a lot of serial killings happening. It's uh, very much inspired by. Long Halloween and uh, that those types of Batman stories. Um, it's a proper detective crime thriller. I would I like I would say this film is a thriller uh, with elements of psychological horror thrown in there. Like the opening scene of this film is awesome, but pretty violent, like and quite creepy. Uh, it's it's a Batman film you've like you've never seen. Um, the performances of each of the the actors are phenomenal. Um, Robert Pattinson is a phenomenal Batman. Uh, he plays this really dark, broken guy, um, who that doesn't seem to be too much humanity in him. He's just kind of going out and doing the work that he was inspired by his parents to kind of carry out, but he doesn't necessarily seem like he cares about himself too much, he just kind of wants to go out there and fix the city in a way even though he's not all that confident that he can um, we've got uh, Paul Dano who plays this really unhinged really super creepy unsettling Riddler for me like if Heath Ledger is like on top of the chain for Jokers, he is that level for Riddler easily, like he, he's up there Um he just played the super like you've never seen a Riddler like this before. He's just he's proper creepy and just yeah un- unnerving, unsettling. That's the kind of best way to describe him. And he creates like there's almost like yeah I, I don't want to <laughs> ruin anything um, or kind of give too much away, but yeah he's he's so good. He's he's amazing in the role. Uh, Zoe Kravitz's Catwoman has a lot. She's very layered to her character. Um, she, she's she's amazing. Um, she's a kick-ass, she puts up a, um, puts up some amazing fights in it, um, and there's great tension, there's great kind of chemistry, I was going to say tension, there's no tension, there's great chemistry between, um, herself and Robert Pattinson, uh, so the bat and the cat are, are great together, um, Andy Serkis is amazing as Alfred, he's, yeah, there's a lot of tension between him and Bruce, like I kind of said before, um, 
but yeah, I, I'm trying. I'm just trying not to kind of say too much because I don't want to ruin anything. But yeah, he's he's awesome. Uh, Jeffrey Wright plays off well with Batman. The two of them have a have another couple with great chemistry. Um, he's a he's an awesome Gordon. He's just he just he's just an honest cop, and he's good at his job. And he, him and Batman are a great team. Um, uh, Colin Farrell as uh, Oswald Cobblepot. He's amazing. He kind of brings some of the some semblance of humour to to his role as well. But you could tell he was just having a lot of fun with it. Um, he's very like kind of classic gangster almost. But he's he's so good. He's and um, he's getting his own spin off as he should be. That'll be really entertaining. Um, John Turturro's Carmine Falcone. He's he's brilliant. Um, the kind of scene season. He's He's quite understated, but he's still quite threatening in his own way, um, which you kind of want from like a gangster and these types of things. Uh, so yeah, um, all the performances, I think I've kind of covered all the kind of main people anyway. Um, yeah, brilliant, absolutely phenomenal from each and every one of them. Uh, Michael Giacchino's score is so suitable for this film. He's absolutely nailed it. Potentially, I think for me, it's probably the best score I've heard from him uh, and I love Rogue One's music I love the Spider-Man films especially No Way Home soundtrack but uh, the Batman's on a different level um, he even kind of incorporates, if you've heard the Riddler theme, um, I won't tell you exactly what it is but uh, when I first listened to it I kind of thought that reminds me of a certain song um, but that's intentional uh, and you'll see it in the film um, it's quite a kind of twisted version of this song. Um, that that's his kind of main theme, and it's it suits it perfectly down to a T. Um, the sound design in the film was something that just jumped out at me. Like Batman has very distinct footsteps. Like um, one of the kind of first times that you see him, you just hear foot, his footsteps, and that's kind of repeated throughout the film. Um, uh, it's very like it just kind of stands out um, on its own, and then this the bam, the sound of the Batmobile, <laughs> especially when it's, you first see it, like it's so good. Um, what else have we got? The tone, the tone of the film is just proper gritty thriller. It's really, it's really gritty. It's probably one of, the, it's probably, I would say it's the darkest Batman film that we've gotten. Um, and like I say, it's very unsettling. It's not like any other Batman film you've ever seen. Uh, what else? The cinematography of the film is absolutely amazing. Um, there's a lot of kind of very careful colour choices. So Gotham's usually quite a kind of orangey, almost red tone to it um, at night. And like when you, they want you to see like a dark alleyway, it's it's pitch black. Um and it's it's awesome, um, yeah. Reviewing, I find reviewing quite hard to do because I I know I just like things and don't necessarily know how to describe why I like them. So this is why I kind of took a bit of a couple of notes on what I thought um, about the film. But yeah, I I adored this film. I wholeheartedly loved it. It was everything I kind of wanted it to be and needed it to be. I guess um, it was the early career Batman that you want we wanted that you kinda wanted to see. Like the thing for me, like 
and I, I love the, the films, but the, the thing for me about the Dark Knight trilogy is the first two films are quite early career Batman, and obviously Batman Begins is literally his origins. Um, and then the Dark Knight's only set a few months after the first one. It's not even like a year. It's like nine months or something like that. But then uh, the third film's set like nine, eight or nine years later. Um, so Batman was only actually around for nine months before he disappeared for eight to nine years. Um, so that always kind of felt a bit weird to me and it's one of the reasons that as much as I like The Dark Knight Rises, it kind of ruins a little bit of The Dark Knight for me because The Dark Knight set up this like sequel that would be like the police were after Batman and no one's on his side so he's got to fight the corruption in the city by himself but then obviously they wanted to end everything and I get it but yeah it kind of felt a bit weird to me that that was the choice they made um, but this film is just the full on detective Batman he goes out and he's trying to figure out who this killer is um, and why the Riddler's doing what he's doing it's yeah, on a molecular level, this film is amazing. Each and every person involved in it should be proud. Matt Reeves has done a stellar job with writing and directing. He um, is the the hero that we needed, but not necessarily deserved. Yes, I'm going there. Uh, yeah, go see The Batman as soon as you can. It is three hours, but it does earn every minute, in my opinion. I did have to go pee during that, which I was annoyed by. I don't like going to pee during films, but I was in pain and I kind of looked at the time sneakily and realised that there was like nearly an hour, if not more than an hour left of the film. So, yeah, I had to go pee. That had to happen. Go see The Batman. It's amazing. It's fantastic. I can't wait till I go see it again. Yeah. Um, in terms of like where it stands as my... And like my my favorite Batman films, The Dark Knight's been there for a long time. It's it's there with it. I don't. I'm not ready to say it's better than it. Or I think it's better than it. It's not better. I don't like seeing things as a definite. I'm not a Sith, an absolute. No, no. Um, it's up there though. It's certainly on the same level as The Dark Knight. It's the best Batman film we've had since then. Um, so yeah, go see it and uh, hopefully I'll, I'll sit down with some people and we'll get into the nitty gritty of it all um, maybe when it's coming out in Blu-ray and DVD and stuff that feels a bit safer of a time period to actually talk about it but yeah uh, thank you for listening I'm going to go to my bed and I will catch you soon thanks guys, bye <laughs>